Okay, the third Aliyah, uh, Parshas Pinchas, part two. We were just discussing how the ladies loved the land of Israel. They wanted to go, and therefore they were not subject to the decree of dying in the desert. Um, so consistent with that, it brings us to the discussion of the Benos, Slavcha, the daughters of Slavcha. He had five daughters, um, and the Torah tells us the names of his daughters in differing orders at different times. Rashi points out the Torah sp- intentionally swaps them out. It's not an age order. Um, it's just a listing of his daughters. And that is to tell us that all of them were righteous. They were also very wise, as Rashi points out. They were all equally righteous, and they were all wise, and they came to make a presentation in front of Moshe and Elazar. Um, and the elders. Um, and as Rashi points out, obviously they must have just been standing in the base medrash to come and ask this question because after, after you ask Moshe, there's no one else to ask. So they come and they ask their question and they point out that, that uh, there are five daughters. There's no son who's going to go into the land. Now, they say that their father was not was had died in a sin but not a sin that drew others to sin it was a sin that he did himself perhaps rashi brings two opinions perhaps he was the mikoshesh the one who had desecrated the shabbos perhaps he was one of those who wanted to go into the land of israel after the sin of miraglim when moshe said not to go but he was not a sinner who led others to sin and they wanted to know how does this work now, the Torah tells us that they were from the tribe of Menashe, and it clearly takes an extra step if you look at the, the way the Pasuk, the verses formed, to tell us from the tribe of Yosef. Because, says Rashi, Yosef had a special love of the land of Israel, and he specifically requested that his, that his uh, remains be brought back to be buried in Israel. And they, following with that trait, following the righteous woman of, of generations, following their tribe's righteous love of the land of Israel, they were always loving the land of Israel. So they say, what should we do? How does this work? Now, um, so the, the Moshe, this Aliyah ends with the fact that, as they say, why should we lose out? And Moshe, and Moshe this is one of, the, one of the classic places where Moshe says, I don't know. The segue to, um, to the end, the end of, of the third Aliyah, the segue to the fourth Aliyah, is Moshe just saying, I don't know. Let me go and ask Hashem. And Rashi tells us that this, is, this, this happened for a number of reasons, one of them being to give uh, the opportunity for righteous people to bring out special moments. That's one reason. And that they have this opportunity to shine and their righteousness to shine. But also Moshe, you might recall, when he appointed varieties and levels of judges in the, through the system that Yisro, that his father-in-law Jethro Yisro suggested, putting together our puzzle again, at the time Moshe said, and the hard things you'll bring to me. And Moshe made it sound as if he was the one who knew. In a little phraseology, terminology, um, Moshe, Moshe should have been a little more deferential, that you'll bring it to me, or that, you'll, that Hashem will help me, or such. Something like that. Not you'll bring it to me as if he has control. And so on occasion, he had to, he had to say that he did not know, and this is one of those cases.